Hey, um, I forgot to tell you I applied for a new job. Oh, this week? Which one? Well, you don't have to worry about it. I didn't get it. I actually applied for a job. Um, it was for a sunscreen company. Oh, yeah? Tell yeah, me more. I, I didn't get the job, but um, they told me I should just reapply. <laughs> with Decora, companion podcast project of Inspired Media. I'm Benji Nichols. With us today, the one and only, my wife, the founder of Inspired Media. Who else could it be? Erin Henny Nichols. Hi. Welcome back. Thanks for having me. It's such a nice office down here. Isn't it though? Yeah. The office. It's a great escape. <laughs> it's a great place. It's a good place. We spent the first 15 years of our business uh, with desks that face each other in our living room. We, we've, we've, we've gotten this far, 14 years, 15 years. I think that while. the office for you is an improvement. I think we're moving up in the world. <laughs> 15 years, that's how long it takes, folks. Corny summer jokes, top of the show. Why not? It's summer, it's 2022. So Reapplying the sunscreen, please do it. Yeah. I mean, and self-employed people are always applying for jobs, so it really, it just works so many... <laughs> or considering applying considering, for jobs. Is there a better Maybe grass I on the other side? What if? Uh, we're not doing that. No. We just put out a new magazine. Because <laughs> we, we are committed to our mission. <laughs> our 69th magazine. It's the summer of 69. How awesome is that? It's really amazing and weird because I swear. You know, one of the weirdest things is people kept saying to me when I was out distributing here this last week, they're like, gosh, did you ever think you'd still be doing this? Right. And I'm like, I think, I think so. Maybe not. Well. I have no idea. And I feel like I'm, I'm still like 26 or maybe like I'm 28, you know, because I was 26 when we started and like maybe just like two years have passed, but somehow 15 have passed. I am glad you feel that way because after schlepping magazines for a week, I do not. Feel anywhere near my twenties. Oh yeah, but, but I wrote good. I wrote my editor's letter right the night before my forty first birthday, and I feel like for some reason this one's really putting in like a, an urgency. As I wrote in the, in the letter, I'm just like, oh, like this is a, the end of my early forties are approaching, <laughs> and like this is when I gotta do the things, get the things done, do the things. Oh. We're doing the things, but it's also summer in the Midwest. Right. And in uh, northeast Iowa and southeast Minnesota and western Wisconsin in our amazing part of the world. And you got to soak this up like that guy is on his motorcycle. <laughs> person. A, that person. It could be a, be a woman. Yeah. Let's. Whatever. It yeah. could be anybody. Let's Revving be it up. All. Brapping it up. Downtown Decorah. <laughs> doing it. Uh, this magazine is really cool. It's tied or actually our largest issue ever. I think, right? Well, yeah, we made, oh. we did 84 pages. Yeah, do the sound. Do the uh, sound. Okay, we're doing a little sound effect here. That's oh, the sound of there it is. 84 pages of positive news. So once Man. before, in 2016, we did an 84-page magazine, and we were like, we should never do that again. 
<laughs> we're like, that was really hard on all fronts. And then, um, you know, we were like, oh, we really have to add pages, which is amazing. It's an amazing challenge for well, us we, to have. And we, now it feels like a book. Like, totally. We were we were going to unpack a couple things on this episode. I don't know how far back we should go, but we're talking about that right now. So 80, um, usually our magazines are 64 pages. 68 pages. 68. God, what do I know? 64 plus a cover, <clears throat> roughly, right? No, 68. It's 64. It's, we don't need to get into that. Doesn't, well, fine. we do. The point is that it's, it's paper and it adds up. So our last issue, our spring issue, we had a little bit different type of paper because if anyone who knows the this world is involved, the paper market has been on a tear. It's one of the last things. In no the pun intended. Chain. Oh, woof. <laughs> we love puns. I didn't even try to do that That's one. so good. Um, but the paper market has been just in, insane. And so we work with fantastic people to print our magazine. But um, just getting that offset paper, as it's called, the big rolls, has been crazy in the supply chain. And so this issue, we're back on track with the paper that we love. Right. Uh, that sounds like like that. Right. We And, well, and feels we really good and, and looks good. And the last time we talked, not before the Goldman Sachs one, the first time, the first, the very first podcast. The very first did. podcast. Yeah, uh, like 12 podcasts ago. Right. Good job, Benji Nichols. Well done. Doing um, something. We uh, talked about how we started printing in Calmaret graphics. And I was like, oh, we never talked about how we switched to this other printer. Um, and now it's been 11 years ago. We print in on Alaska at Crescent printing yeah cpc um, actually yeah uh because they can handle our capability what, what we're trying to do they they can handle um the quality that we're going for because they are um a heat set web press also yeah. details we don't need to get into necessarily oh, but we do. there's so my favorite things to talk about well, we don't have to go deep we'll i get mean another episode. yeah printing Printing companies are, printing presses are really cool to watch. And they're on these they're big magical. rolls and there's all these towers and the, they do four colors and one color at a time. And then they stitch it all together. It is very fun. If you like factories, which we do. I love them. You would enjoy getting a little tour, but you probably can't because you don't probably print not. a magazine. But um, and you maybe we can do some videos for you guys sometime on our new website it's, that's coming it's up. It's been soon. a while since we've done that. Yeah, that would be super cool. That yeah. would be great. And and that's, you know, I do really think printing presses are magical things. They're machinery and I know how they work. But every time I watch one, I still think there's a little bit of magic in there. Right. So because they're really cool. Paper shortage is real. Paper is yeah. really expensive right now. It's very mm -hmm. interesting. Benji and I like maybe we could buy a paper mill. I mean, we've got big shh, ideas shh, over don't here. Give it, don't give it oh, yeah. away. Okay. Shh. Uh, but we are, as <laughs> Benji mentioned, we are on our, um, we're back on our regular paper, which we really like the kind of organic papery feel of it. And then it makes like, we have a worksheet in the mental health section where you can actually write on, um, it feels oh. better to write on this type of paper and any paper project, all the things it feels very off. So, so something else about this issue that's spectacular is the cover. Yes. Which we should talk about. Lauren Bonnie, the, the amazing. Amazing. I was just going to say the amazing. We are like a two-headed monster. Oh, that's true. Um, Lauren Bonnie designed this beautiful illustration for our cover. Uh, we wanted to do a story about her and her mural at Vesterheim Museum on the Mill Street um Mill Street Wall of Vesterheim. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, oh, she could do something really awesome for the cover. And she was she like, she was like, oh, yeah, I can handle that. And then she's like, hey, what do you think about this? And I was like, I love it. It's perfect. <laughs> she gave me two options even. Um, so it was really, really great to work with her. I love her style. Um, and it's just so colorful. It looks, it reminds me kind of like um, 
Orange sherbet. Orange sherbet. 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 It's a funny word. It is. It's a fun color. It also pops really nicely on stands. I really love it. And it's creative and fun and expresses her artistic skills very well as well. Right. And then you can go into the magazine and read about um, what some of the parts of the mural mean to her, which is really cool. It kind of talks through the history of um, Decorah and immigrants and uh, the crater and all sorts of cool stuff. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think anytime you can get the insight into an artistic work, it obviously gives you more meaning and more perspective, uh, something that's always helpful. And uh, that is, it's a really cool story. And for people who don't know where that mural is, it's on essentially the back corner of the main Westerheim building uh, in downtown Decorah. And it's huge. You can't miss it once you see it. It's beautiful. Um, excellent selfie moment if you're coming is. to Decorah. There's even that. like a little framed area you can stand in front of and do a selfie. So, dang, dang. Highly recommend. Good stuff. Uh, yeah, also in this issue, we might as well do a quick little rundown. There's there's some some phenomenal things. We are, You know, community builder section is something you have, um, you know, it's in every issue now for the last several years. Yeah, I started that with our 10th anniversary issue because I was like, what is important? <laughs> Community building. That is like the most important thing we can do is create communities for people to be part of. Absolutely. And I've just recorded another show here that it probably will be out after this one with Mr. Adam Wilchin, uh, who we've known for many years um, from around the area and creating community in arts. Yeah. And art, place-based, all sorts of things. And that'll be a fun, fun conversation as well. But obviously community builders, it, you know, anyone can be a community builder on many different levels, many different causes. It can be a business owner or a volunteer or a person who just wants to see something cool happen. It can be like walking with your friends. It can be a book club. It can be big or small. Communities are varied and... Yeah. So the three that we have in this issue, Marianne Baldwin in Lansing, Iowa. Mm -hmm. Super cool story. Um, so many great projects and the current one is Lansing Office Works, which is housing so many cool things. I might, if the stars all align, do a little mini series of these shows from Lansing and talk to a handful of folks from down that way. Mm-hmm. Thinking that might be a cool series. We'll see. That's a super cool co-working space. Yeah. Amongst other things and just creating right. this whole community hub for cool projects to happen to and from and, and all over, um, down in Eastern Almakey County on the Mississippi which is a wonderful place to spend some time this time of year as well. Uh, Stephanie from Winnesheet County Development, who has also been on this show. Yeah, cross-promote, cross-promote. If, if you haven't heard her <laughs> podcast, go back in the notes. She's one of the first ones and talking just amazing, amazing projects that are going on in Decorah um, with the uh, Childhood Discovery Center, uh, Sunflower Project, all those things, plus all the work she does for community development in her job at CDI. Uh, and with decor jobs and all sorts of stuff. You get some fun background into her personality as well. And they, you know, renovated an old school bus for right. her husband, Zach. And Somehow we didn't talk about that when we did the podcast. And I don't know why, because they live out by Bluffton and they have the renovated school bus. Uh-huh, Piper's schoolie. Yeah, that rents out by the night and, and et cetera. And it's hilarious. Right. But they have a new project they're working on too. They um, have acquired a Tesla car, oh, yeah. automobile, uh, electric automobile, that is also going to be available for rent, I believe. Cool. Like, you can get it by the day. So I don't, oh, i got to find out more. We'll have to do a sidebar. Side, yeah, sidebar the sidebar. <laughs> cool stuff. Uh, and then the other community builder you did for this issue is Terry Wolfram, and who is the paperback rider, rider, R-I-D-E-R, in La Crosse, right? Yeah, little free, mobile little free library in La Crosse. Uh, it's really cool. She rides around and um, distributes books and she goes, she has a route and she goes to different parks and really has a mission to get 
kids books in lacrosse, which I think is great. I mean, anyone can get any types of books, but she really is. Yeah. Uh, on it's, the, a, it's a great piece. I really, I hadn't read it until I was proofing and it was, it was spectacular. It was one of those pieces. I was like, that's awesome. I love the commun- community builder yeah. stories. Yeah, definitely. So many fun things. Um, in this issue, you know, something else you talked about earlier. I don't know if we've ever, we have not talked about on this podcast, at least the meaning behind inspired, which works very much into the community builders as well. But like, you know, inspire with the D in parentheses. Right. And people are always like, is it about Decora? Is it D? What's the inspire D? And you're like, no, it's inspired. It's just one it, word. Inspired. It, right. It stands for inspire and be inspired. And the idea is that one person goes out and does something inspiring, which can be very small or very large. It, Again, like communities, it's uh, it is scalable, right? And then mm-hmm. they inspire someone that they know. So maybe it's their neighbor, maybe it's someone they're related to, maybe it's someone who read the story about them. Then they go out and do something inspiring, and they inspire someone else, or maybe they even inspire person one again. And the cycle <laughs> continues. It's the cycle of inspiration. I love it. And what what was your inspiration for starting it? Well, um, I don't know. It's sort of a longish story. Maybe not. Maybe I can do it we quickly. Can, I think we can unpack. There's a whole other part of it that I think we should do a whole show about sometime. The Dan Eldon story itself, uh, which was one of the things, right? right? Dan was an amazing person. And I think that's a, that is a topic that's going to deserve a whole show at some point. Because right. his life is really interesting and complicated. So... My senior year of college, I read a biography about Dan Eldon, who was a photojournalist who was stoned to death in Somalia in 1992, I think. Sounds about right. And he was only 22. But his mom had Iowa ties, and um, the biography just really lit a fire under me. I was like, this guy is super inspiring, um, but he's relatable because he doesn't know what he wants to do with his life. He's not perfect. He is like... I mean, very much. I was like, yeah, that's me. I don't know what I want to do with my life. I'm not perfect, but I want to go do something good. And um, I just, I saw the word inspired with the D in parentheses in my head. And I was like, we should be telling these stories, these relatable stories, so that people know that they can go out and also do something to change their community. Um, And there was some more... Uh, steps, of course, in the process. Well, yeah, and you had, we talked about before in the in the podcast, the first podcast we did with you, I mean, you had a background in English and journalism from Iowa. Right. You had done a magazine program in Canada for mm-hmm. a semester. So, I mean, you, you weren't, you know, this, it wasn't like total. Right. Well, and the magazine program came after I read the biography. Like that was the, the I mean, what I always say is that I wasn't like a slouch of a gal. Like I did well in school and I was involved in things. And so the fact that it took me that long to feel really inspired like that felt like a shame. And I felt like it should be way more accessible to everyone. Um, yeah. But I really thought that I had to like go actually have a real job before I was able to start this thing. But um, the universe had other plans. Yeah. Look at us here. Here we are. We got real jobs. We got real jobs <laughs> in an office. <laughs> Except for, the, except for the sunscreen job. It didn't work out. Right. Uh, yeah. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the second half of the magazine. We're going to talk about some other stuff. Who knows what? Who knows? You Who never knows? know. You never know. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's Rhymes with Decora. Uh, what's the tagline? Stories about communities you love? By people you trust. Hey, there it is. We'll be right back.
project of Inspired Media. Find us online at iloveinspired.com. That is the one and only Roxy Nichols. Woohoo! Our adorable, almost 10 year old daughter. Picking up the tagline. She probably doesn't want to be called adorable. She'd be like, call me rad or I don't know what. Call mom. (laughs) (laughs) The eye rolling has begun. You know what's fun is a handful of my first guests on this show have all been parents of young, not all, several have been parents of young, young kids. Like, you know, single year, uh, two, three, four, five year olds. Single digits. Single digits. Yeah. uh, Which we're about to exit later this summer with a 10 year old. Um, and I think that I am continually amazed that anybody with young children gets anything done. Right. Right. (laughs) I don't know how we did it for sure. We had some great help. Um, but also I'm just, I continue to be inspired. I mean, I think that's one of the things about living in rural America in small towns is that there are parts of it that seem very idyllic for family life. Right. Of many types. Um, there are challenges as well, you know, in, in maybe not completely based in reality of living in small towns. Right. Uh, like <laughs> but, the Disney World effect. Like, la, la, little la, bit. La, everything's fine. <clears throat> but, um, you know, it's really cool. So I guess uh, it, it's fun to get to this point And it's fun for me to talk to other people about, you know, those challenges and just to see how people manage it. Right. So you had said that we're leaving the single digits and that sort of made my heart drop a little bit. Sorry. No, no, no. Because, and it comes back to the theme a little bit. It's that sense of urgency and the idea that we need to be moving forward with, with intention. Right. Cause, um, you have limited years on this planet, right? And you want to take advantage of them. You also don't want to freak yourself out, right? right but right. but just sitting back and being like mindful. Everybody calm down. My, like that, that's <laughs> the, that was the whole thing with for the theme with this, this issue is like, okay, what do I want out of this summer? And it could be a nap in the hammock. Yeah, um, I you still know, need that. I still need that too. Uh, right. I guess gotta, we should I go do that. I take my own dang advice. <laughs> but um, just being... Being sure you you look ahead to what's in front of you the day, the week, the month, the season, the year, and be like, yeah. what do I want? And and it's and it should include rests for sure. Yeah. But uh, how can I approach this summer with intention? Yeah, it's a great theme. I really I really like it. You know, it's funny you have your big driftless hat on today. I do. It's and, so big. Um, Cody uh, Whittle of Big Driftless, um, I is a coworker of mine amongst other things, and we see him here on the Winnebago Street. Um, but it's funny he and I have talked several times about that fact that like the further you get in your business, and like particularly when your business is like promoting the outdoors or outdoor activities, or like we promote all sorts of things through Inspired, and we're like we should do that. But you get so busy running your business that you don't get time to go do the things. Right. And, um, you know, blah, blah. People talk about, you know, work-life balance and all those things. But, like, you do really at some point just have to, like, drop everything and be like, okay. Right. I'm going to go do the thing. I was a little hard on myself yesterday because I kind of had two days where I didn't work. Um, <laughs> I We went to Harper's Ferry to visit my parents yesterday, uh, which is important. And we they have a pool and we brought friends and it was a fun summer day. And then yesterday I had some other things. And, and – I was like, oh, I did last night. I'm like, I didn't work for two days. It's terrible. But then this morning, I was super productive because I think I took some time to rest. Sharpen the axe. Sharpen the axe. So um, you just remember that. It's okay. It's okay to rest intentionally. That's awesome. I'm going to take a tip from you on that soon. Good, good. (laughs) Maybe. Do it. (laughs) 
<laughs> the other part of uh, this issue, we a whole bunch of really cool things. Um, a couple of different things. One of the stories um, was on Linda Tacky, right? Yes. Rides Across America. Right. We have an awesome writer in Lanesboro, Steve Harris, and he's just kind of like feeds us these Lanesboro stories. He's like, oh, there's an inspiring person I want to write about. And he was telling us about this woman who um, she was planning to do this trip with her husband and then he passed away and she said, I'm still going to do it. And so she rode her bike across America with a... um, with a tour that yeah, specifically a team, does a that. a team of people. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh. It's, a, it's a really incredible story, particularly to me, because she didn't have, like, a lot of, like, people know in general, I think, that I ride bikes, and I like to ride bikes and do stuff. I, she didn't really have a lot of that background, I don't think. Right. And she, she wrote a she, recumbent, she, too. Yeah, she wrote a recumbent. She was the only one with a recumbent. not a small feat in right. any way. Yeah. Uh, it's a very inspiring story, and I thought it was great. Um and a, and a really fun read too. Yeah. So that's a good one. I got to do a fun story as well. Um, I worked on two fun stories actually for this issue, but the one that I really enjoyed was uh, a Dyersville day trip. You were super excited about that. I had it came been, out really I have, well. I've had a loose group of folks that I've been, I keep circling around over the last couple of years. Uh, Ashley Althoff is one of them who is the marketing director at uh, Textile Brewing in Dyersville. And a few other folks and like things just kept lining up where it's, there's this clearly a very uh, concerted group of folks who are there, a group of folks who are working very hard in Dyersville to make things happen. And of course, everybody knows about Field of Dreams and there's a huge announcement this spring. There's like an $80 million development that's going to happen based around or is supposed to be happening around the Field of Dreams. And that's cool. And that's going to be a major impact for Eastern Iowa. Uh, and it goes along with the Major League Baseball game that's been happening there and some of those things each year. Um, and that's a cool story. But what's what's even as interesting or more to me is the history of Dyersville. The sewing factory um, that Textile is based in has an incredible story behind it of mostly women who ran uh, or who were who were made that factory run for many, many decades. And the products that came out of there um, and some of the history behind that is fantastic. And people can read all about that. But then other folks were just working in Dyersville to continue to make it a really thriving small town. Right. And Benji's like, I got to figure out how to write this story without using the line, if he builds it, or if you build it, right? right. I, but then it became, if she, if she builds, builds it. it right? I mean, and to me, that's, yeah. that's as much as the story which, as anything, Which works. Right? I, I like how it twists it on its head. Yeah, but it's cool. And it's a great little day trip. Man, uh, it's not that far from here. It's a little ways, but you can head down towards Dubuque, and it's gorgeous. The the, the country just continues to be, you know, as beautiful and, and more all through the all through the countryside and the fields and get down towards the river and all that good stuff. So Dyersville Day Trip was a fun one. And I got to do a little interview with the folks over at Country View Dairy yes. uh, in West Union, which is a fun article as well. And that one I'll let people explore, but it's a great one. One of my um, highlights on magazine distribution uh, has become stopping at Country View for soft serve yogurt. Fro-yo. Fro-yo. Yeah, it's really fun because you just go in the the little farm store there and and, uh, kind of serve yourself deal. And it's um, pretty much any time of the day I show up there, I just get the Froyo because, I mean, it's yogurt. Yeah, you can have it in the morning, a health food and a lunch, basically. I mean, put some granola on there or a cookie or a cookie (laughs) on it. And then, I mean, you are covered protein, (laughs) grains. I'm Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> healthy eating is not something that always happens oh, on magazine distribution 
Especially oh, yes. during that week, it gets a Benji little... Benji works really hard. We should give him a round of applause. Nah, I don't need a round of applause, oh, but <clears throat> it yeah. is fun to to see people. The other couple stories that are in um, this issue that are also really, really fun. I texted you the other night. It's one of my favorite things to do this time of year when I see the first firefly. Because um, mm-hmm. generally I'm out walking the dog at nighttime. And the, and the night that I see the first firefly is always a super exciting night where I'm like, fireflies! Oh, yeah. And Craig's... So we have a conservationist writer, Craig Thompson. And yes. he... he I'm like, what do you think would be good for for this season? He's like, what do you think about fireflies? And then he gives me this like, like beautifully boom. written, punny, uh, like witty, just great little pieces. I love his stuff, and I always learn a new word. An incredible imagery that goes along with that. Story. Oh yeah, because his wife is an amazing artist. So Absolutely. she, they, they're this awesome combo duo. And, and he's like, here's Mary's pieces, and there's a really cool, so beautiful. Um, I think watercolor with a frog and lightning bugs and, or fireflies. I don't know. It's sort of like a hot dish and, and uh, casserole, <laughs> whether you say lightning bug or firefly, I am curious where uh, you Oh, yo, you're about to. I, I didn't mean to turn this into a political topic. Yeah, just wait longer. <laughs> but anyway, I, I highly recommend Craig's pieces and Mary's artwork. They're really good. No, and who doesn't love fireflies? They truly are magical. They That's, are magical. That is, that is like always a turning for me of like, okay, summer, summer's here. I'm glad that we live in a place that has fireflies. Yeah, they're, they're super cool. And along with that, something else that goes along in the evening stories is uh, the Starlight 14 drive-in over in Richland Center. Yeah, Aaron Dorbin put together a really awesome, like, historical piece. Uh, the, there is a crazy history in past to uh, Starlight 14. Yeah. yeah. It's a great story. We have, So we have some friends over in Richland Center, uh, Marty and Terry, and they have been super involved in our community forever, but they have been a, a real window for us into that part of the world and um, always have interesting stories, right? right? But it's so fun because, again, it's an area that's really not that far from here. Uh, and is so rich with fun, interesting, great outdoor activities and things to do and things to check out. And the Starlight 14 is one of them. It's a legit drive-in. So nostalgic to go. And I honestly, I say nostalgic, but I've never even been to a drive-in theater. So I shouldn't ever, ever, we better put it on the, you've never, how did I not know this? I don't, I don't know. Oh goodness. Well, we're going, Uh, let's do it. What's cool about it too, is that, I mean, it's first run movies. It's not like a module drive-in and they're doing like a Saturday market, like almost farmer's market, maker's market thing bunch of stuff so um yeah one more reason to head in that direction and and check it all out right yeah super cool uh and then of course our our back page pro obituary which is one of my favorite uh it's lots of people's favorite page in the magazine i I know so many people say i start at the back (laughs) and i read the last page interview and then i move forward i i love the probituary as well it's really fun that people get an opportunity to have these conversations with um you know people in their lives while they're they're still with us and they can give us advice and share their stories oh it's it's fantastic it's so amazing and i i think the thing i tell people all the time is it's you know we're a quarterly magazine so we just we we only get to do like four of them a year and i think we could do hundreds of these they're you know any person who has lived into the decades of their lives has an interesting story to tell yeah just inherently and and it's so fun to get into some of these uh and talk to people so viola linderbaum Mm -hmm. is our feature in this magazine and uh oh my gosh uh 89 Mm -hmm. years old she's awesome lives in ocean and has uh, so much great history, fun stuff uh, uh, to the Leon family and uh, all sorts of things. So right. lots of fun connections there in that one as well, right? Mm-hmm. Good what stuff. What else we got? Good stuff. I, you know, there's always so much stuff of uh, live music, so much live music this summer. Oh, yeah. I feel like um, 
I think a lot of people know that I have worked in the live music industry on and off in the last 20-ish years. <laughs> um, and the pandemic was really rough on that industry. Yeah. And so like a lot of things that have been making a comeback or trying to make a comeback here in the continuing phases of the pandemic um, and post-pandemic is that there, live music is making a comeback, which is awesome. And I think a lot of people are excited about Um I will also say there is more live music this summer, I think, than maybe ever. I know. You were <laughs> I like, think- oh, I didn't get it all. I know I didn't get it all. I'm like, I'm sorry. You just got to have a, got to stop. Well, and put it in the magazine. The thing I have to say is that I think there's going to be a, it's a fine line. Cause I mean, I, what's really cool is I think there is more music accessible on a local level in across the, our region, not just in Decor, not just anywhere across the region. I think there's more things available than there have been in years uh, and really quality stuff. Great stuff. Yeah. Neat, neat concerts happening. I'm so excited. I hope people get out and enjoy some on a larger scale. There are larger entities and some of the summer tours and concerts and festivals and things also that are some real opportunities. Um, there are acts out touring right now that haven't toured in a long time or who know that um they are you know like for instance um bonnie Raitt and maybe staples Staples, are coming to see rapids at the outdoor amphitheater and that is a show i can tell you from my industry expertise that i don't think cedar rapids would have gotten uh five or ten years ago is it mavis going to be in rochester too i believe she is yeah and she is fantastic we have both seen her a couple times I have some good Mavis stories. And I, I'm so happy, you know, that summer allows for so many of these concerts to be outdoors as well. So you yeah. can feel like you can get out there and still enjoy the weather and Absolutely. feel safe. And you got to soak it up while we can, right? Yeah. These are the days. These mm-hmm. are the days. Summer, summer, summertime. Anything else you're excited about? Well, I mean, I'm excited about our new website that I'm working on hard. What? Benji was like, let's go talk about the new magazine. And I was like, oh, what's in the new magazine again? Because I'm in the website brain. I, I liken it to getting into a different car because it's just like I'm using a different part of my brain. Um, it is. And it's funny. A lot of people ask me about that, especially when I talk with people in other places that are outside of our region that are old friends or coworkers or whatever. Uh, because like you run a magazine and I'm like, yes, we run a magazine. We've been doing it for 15 years. Um, but it's because we live in a part of the world that people really want to embrace that, you know, and people want something physical they can pick up and share and, you know, give to tourists and people who are visiting and all of those things and people who live here and want to know what's going on or who don't get the internet. Like my parents, <laughs> right? <laughs> Physically can't get the internet. Um, so there are those things, you know. But I think what's also important is that our online is something we want to share with the world, and well, we're about to relaunch it. Yeah, I mean, and as I have said from the start, content is king, and we have been creating great content for 15 years, and I am excited to be able to share those stories a little wider as well, and people who are featured in our magazine then can share those stories to people who live beyond the Driftless region. Um, So that'll be exciting, and I will let you know ASAP when it's done. (laughs) It's been coming for a while. It'll get here. All of that at iloveinspired.com. It'll be here soon. It will. It will. Cool. It has been super fun to uh, do another show with you. Agreed. Unpack the summer issue. I hope people uh, go check it out. It's on stands all over. If you want to find out more, of course, it's iloveinspired.com. Send us a message. Check it out. Find us. Tell us what you think. Yeah. Tell us your story ideas. We want to hear it all. Indeed. <laughs> Aaron Henny Nichols, thank you for being here on Rhymes with Decora. Thanks for having me. We will do another show. Uh, maybe we'll do another one before fall again, I think. It'd be fun. Yeah. We should tell the Dan uh, Dan Eldon story. 
sure. some of those things. We got right? stories. We got stories. We got dad jokes. We got stories. So many. We got it all. Thanks for joining us. It's Rhymes with Decora, a companion podcast podcast project of Inspired Media. I love inspired.com. We appreciate your support. Get out there and enjoy the summer. If you've enjoyed the music on this podcast, you can check it out. It is The Doings of Mr. Nick Zielinski. He is a drummer. He is a decoran. Find him on Instagram at Indicative of Drumming. He is a great guy, and we appreciate all his contributions to this show. Thank you, and enjoy your summer. Thank you.